0: We've got Check Call with Mary O'Connell coming in hot on this Tuesday morning. And of course, we are talking, Mary, about a very exciting milestone for your show, turning 100 episodes old. Mm-hmm. And this is a pretty big one for a podcast. It, I really don't feel like it's been that long for Check Call, but it's been a good one. That's a that's 100 weeks of Check Call.
1: It really is 100 weeks of Check Call. Um, it has been, I didn't think that it was 100 until I was sitting there and I'm like, oh, we have a hundred episode in like two weeks. I should probably do something special for it. So um, yeah, check calls a hundred and what a time it has been. Um, So for all of us who have, for everyone who's been there a one since day one, I cannot thank you enough. Um, It has been the coolest thing I think I've ever done is just have a job that lets me interview people and talk to them about freight because I don't know, it's really fun and cool. So
0: Mary, Chuck Hall has gone through some evolutions just as the freight market has mm-hmm. in the last two years that you've been doing it. Obviously, we've seen kind of this explosion in 2021 to this like trepidatious market in 2022 to really a big struggle and a massive down cycle throughout this whole entire year. And it's been a tough one for brokers. We know that it's been that kind of roller coaster ride that happens as the market flips. How has the show kind of changed in theme or in topic as we've navigated these market rides over the last kind of two years?
1: Well obviously when we started the show it was the what was it, it was 2 years ago so it was the end of 2021 or like the fall of 2021 and you know that's when things were really kind of getting crazy and then we had to ride the downturn and kind of what to do next and what does that landscape look like for brokers so obviously incorporating a good market update every month was absolutely crucial So we have that. And then, you know, some of our topics went from, because, you know, when it's, when there's a hot freight market, you can sell to pretty much anyone. Like throw a stick, you're going to hit someone that wants you to haul their freight. Um, But when that market turns, you have to shift your 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 kind of thinking and your approach to things so we made sure to focus on you know what selling looks like in a hot market what selling looks like in a down market how do i go and prospect free and actually win those customers when everyone and their brother is calling the exact same list of customers from the exact same list of leads so It's one of those where, you know, you just kind of have to get creative and then some other solutions. And then, you know, we just are trying to cover everything um, that potentially could be involved in a brokerage from some cool new technology to the role that AI plays. I mean, shoot, two years ago, we weren't even thinking about AI's role within a brokerage and how it can help automate some of those easy tasks. So it's really been fun to kind of see the evolution of the freight market and how, you know, maybe some things that we were talking about in the beginning weren't, uh, aren't necessarily applicable or they're not as, fo- they're as big of a feature as they are now.
0: So Mary, you talk a lot about freight tech on the show and you mentioned AI and you mentioned machine learning, but again, freight tech has also had this really massive evolution in the last two and a half years as well. We've again gone from some of these like really bright star players to The ones who could just barely hold on again in that changing market. Going into your now second hundredth episodes, these next hundred, what do you think the evolution of freight tech is going to look like in 2024? And how valuable is that going to continue to be to the brokerage space?
1: I am hoping for some big swings over the next the next hundred more episodes. I'm hoping that at episode 200, we can look back on this conversation and look back at maybe some technology that we talked about uh, in the first hundred are is now obsolete. Like that would be fantastic because I love the change that's going through the entire transportation supply chain industry where, you know, we're going from running our supply chains primarily on Excel, which I will continue saying it, please stop running your supply chains on Excel. But (laughs) where a lot of, a lot of supply chains focused on Excel documents. And, you know, I'm patching three systems together to make calls just to run through one bid. Um, I'm hoping that we are able to kind of fully eliminate stuff like that and then, you know, make it easier for people and make it where I don't have to sit there and spend my entire morning calling drivers, asking where they are. I can just click a button send a text message and everything's off and we're having a great morning. Um, I'm really hoping for some big advancements because that's the, that's change is happening to the supply chain and trucking and logistics industry is that, you know, we're finally catching up to technology and, you know, what other industries have. Like, we're finally getting the opportunity. We're finally getting that ability to be the tech forward industry. And I'm really, really excited to see kind of the changes that are going to happen and especially how AI is going to play into it along with any potential regulations that are going to come down the pipe.
2: All right, those regulations are huge, and I can only imagine the types of changes that you've seen since you were in the 3PL space, to covering the 3PL space, to what we're going into now and the future. One of the big things, of course, that the 3PL space really profits off of is volatility. And we've seen this long, drawn-out, slow trend in the freight market lately. Do you see that or expect some type of a really decline or downward movement in the brokerage space, or do you think they have what it takes to Really hold on going into 2024?
1: I think we're going to see a lot of both. I think we're going to see a lot of people who came in not really understanding the transportation industry, but they knew being a freight broker was a good way to make money in 2020, 2021. I think we're going to see a lot of that, but I think we're also going to see a lot of those longtime players understand what a down market cycle is, understand what they had to do in a hot market to f- prepare for this down market. So. I think while, yes, we will see a lot come out on the other side, relatively unscathed. I don't think anyone's getting away completely unscathed, but I do think we will see some fall for kind of not preparing for the downturn because everyone who's been in this industry long long enough knows the highest of highs are always followed very quickly by the lowest of lows. And we're in that, we're in the low spot now. So I think as long as everyone, you know, was smart, those who were smart and planned ahead in the high times, I think are going to be okay. But I do think, unfortunately, we are going to see more brokerages, <clears throat> excuse me, fall over the next few months heading into the early of 2024, especially as January and February take some take some victims because it's always a do- it's always a cold freight market in January and February, um, no pun intended. And it's good. It's just going to be interesting to see how people weather the storm after a sluggish and muted peak season. So I'm hoping the best for everybody, but I do think that it's going to be, I do think we're going to have some more unpleasant headlines in our near future.
0: So Mary, of course, reflecting on the last hundred episodes, you've had now a hundred guests or so up on the show. Is there one that sticks out as a favorite? Is there one that was particularly memorable? And can you pinpoint them?
1: um so we do have a highlight of some of the best stories we've gotten and then some you know some educational nuggets as well because we have to at least you know say that we even though we do ask people a hot dogs a sandwich um we do have some actual relevant and important things that we talk about um as for asking you which of my guest guests were my favorite Kayla, you know i'm not going to answer that but i will leave one story that still has stuck with me this entire time and that is from Philip lamb from blue grace logistics and he we had him on for a claims episode you know talking about things to know when you have claims um you know kind of a claims 101 if you will because for me anytime someone mentioned something was wrong i immediately shoved it off to the claims department and touched it never again because i didn't i valued my life so uh, he was telling a story about, and you'll have, it's in the full clip is in the episode and about a creative problem that they have with steaks missing from their re- refrigerator unit. Um, but the seal wasn't broken. And so he kind of touches on how they had a creative solution to that problem. And the ending is, um, it's pretty wild. I, it literally made Brielle's jaw drop when she, uh, watched the clip. So the people
0: want to know: with the consensus vote, has a hot dog been deemed a sandwich or not? What's what's the
1: consensus? So I didn't track when I was watching um, when I was watching it, and it's honestly a pretty even split. It is a pretty even split of a hot dog and a sandwich. I will still forever say that when you go to, um, when you go to a Sam, we go to a deli, you're not going to see a hot dog on the menu. Um, we have a great point for that one coming up with our next episode after the hundredth episode, uh, with Lena Castaneda from Thai. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's going to be really fun. They, people are really bringing their A game when it comes to a hot dog as a sandwich. We bought out, we brought out Miriam Webster as a dictionary, um, to officially rule on it, uh, which by the way, apparently Miriam Webster does, we're for think that the hot dog is technically a sandwich but uh the debate will continue on as it should
2: amazing stuff mary and congratulations on your 100 episodes and i'm looking forward to your other endeavors as well with bring on ice of course and then of course stretch through time as you team up on that one so many things going on such great content thanks so much
1: anytime guys
0: thanks for having me and anthony so your thoughts hot dog sandwich yes or no
2: I'm going to go with, if Marion says yeah, then sure. I don't know if I agree with it, but I'm going to have to check chat GBT and see what old Sam Altman has to say or former CEO Sam Altman. That's
0: all he can afford now or hot dogs. Oh, all right, man. we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be right back right after this. <laughs>